Hi there. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast with me, Russell Davis. This week we're looking at part of our brains, a bit of a hang-up from caveman days. There's part of our brain that has a habit of seeing where things might go wrong, seeing the negative things in situations, the problems. It's kind of quite a fearful, negative perspective of life. That's often how we see life. The more we understand how our brain works, the more we can see through the illusion of these thoughts, the more we can see life and ourselves a greater perspective and clarity, the more we can take decisions, make decisions from our heart and our soul that's aligned to our truth, not the habitual fearful thinking that's probably a hang up from caveman days. Let's dive in and find out how you can do that to find more ease and flow on your journey. ready to go on, on LinkedIn but I was on there um, a bit earlier today and someone had posted um, an image uh, a graphic of things we have control over in our lives and things we don't and of course it was highlighting the fact how much we worry about things in our lives we have no control over perhaps things like you know what people think about us and one of the things it said we had control over was our, our thoughts and our actions and I actually really disagree, although I very rarely LinkedIn and very even post or comment on stuff, I feel actually inspired to, to respond and say, actually, I, I don't agree. We have control over our thinking. You know, we, we couldn't predict the next five thoughts if we wanted to. I, I do believe we're, you know, we're, we're beings that have thought rather than thinking beings. We're beings that have thought. Thought just comes into our conscious awareness. We don't actually have control over what those thoughts are the content of those thoughts and some of the, uh, the thoughts that grab our attention are maybe not the most useful serving thoughts i think we'll hang up from like caveman days to keep us kind of safe we're almost programmed attuned to, to find things that are wrong problems um, and we put too much focus on that because we're no longer living in caveman times, having to maybe hunt and gather, trying to protect ourselves from a kind of saber-toothed tiger. And if you think about it, you know, how long can we survive without food? And it's actually three weeks. How long can we survive without water? And it's about three days. How long can we survive without air? It's got about three minutes. And they tend to be longer than actually people think. But how long can we survive if we fail to see a predator, fail to see the saber-toothed tiger behind us? It's probably not very long at all. So actually, I think part of our, kind of a mammalian part of our brain is designed to notice things that are wrong, to try and keep us safe. So it often happens, people who are maybe a bit nervous about public speaking, if they do some kind of talk, they will notice the one person maybe not paying attention rather than the rest of the audience that maybe are paying attention. And that's just the way our brain is kind of wired. The mammalian part of our brain is wired and we just notice those things. The thing is, our brain is going to think what it thinks. We're going to have thoughts. We're going to have things come to our attention. That's never the problem. 
it's never the problem because you can't control that we don't choose that and trying to think if we think we can control what we think then we're going to tie ourselves into knots we're going to tie ourselves into knots and the truth is we're going to have negative thoughts it is called being human and the most successful kind of almost yeah successful say success wouldn't define success but maybe the contented happiest people in the world are necessarily the ones that have ne- don't have negative thoughts they just don't pay attention to them or, or notice them too much yeah or just you know, give them too much weight the most successful performers in in, in our time you know actors singers the ones that are most successful are the ones that never have doubts or, or, or nerves or fears. Again, they just don't pay much attention to their, their fears. doesn't mean they don't have fears, they don't pay so much attention. The people that pay more attention to their fears are probably maybe don't rise to the top of the, the, the game or the career than they maybe could have done compared to those that don't pay attention to their nerves. All the people who are very highly successful performers who are performing in front of large audiences, it's not as if none of them get nervous. They just don't let the nerves get in the way of them doing the things they enjoy doing. Um, so don't give them so much weight to, to their fear, their nerves. So what if we can have these negative thoughts, but they're not something you have to battle with? They're not something you have to, to, to win over or stop? What if we can... Just allow them. What if you can allow your negative thinking? What if they don't have the power to impact your life? Then you think. The thoughts, any thoughts, only have power. We give them, we give it power. We give it attention. And we'll get crazy thoughts, if we're honest. I could be in a queue and be in a hurry and think, what happens if I push that person out of the way? I'd never do it. I'd never do it. But those thoughts have gone and forgotten about as quickly as they come in. We don't judge ourselves for having them. They're like clouds on a breeze. They come and they go. That's the natural flow of a thought if we don't have any thinking about our thinking. If we just allow it. Without any judgment about it. Judgment's a thought. When we stop thinking about our thinking. It, they come and they go without any real impact on us. Without any impact even on our behaviour. What causes the impact on our behaviour is when we start thinking about our thinking, we start believing our thinking, go on a journey of our thinking, and that just dictates our behaviour, or just paralyses us. The more we allow our thinking for what it is, the more it just flows, there's more space between our thoughts, and it's in the space we get access to our insights, clarity. It's in that space we know what's true for us, what's right for us. It's in that space we take inspired action. Inspired action. We don't do everything out of fear. We do the things that are true and right for us, that are aligned to our heart, our soul, our mind, our body. This just right for us. It often doesn't need justification. Doesn't you know? You shouldn't have to justify actions from your heart and your soul. There's a there's a phrase on. The London Tube they're going to mine the gap it's going to mine the gap between the platform and the plane well the platform and the, and, the, and the train because sometimes the gap between the platform and the, and, and the train can actually be quite, quite large you just have to step over it so this whole kind of phrase um, it's one of the slogans of the Tube really is going to mine the gap and it was almost me to mine the gap between 
idea and action, because the gap is often thinking, overthinking, going round and round and round. And often the initial idea is inspiration. But then the thinking kicks in and says all the reasons why we shouldn't do it, can't do it, or the negative thinking, the fearful thinking. And that just paralyzes us, and we're not actually taking the action. Usually that initial moment of insight is our heart, our soul, our truth. So mind the gap, yeah, between the idea and the insight and the action, the gap of thinking. So what if we could act despite thoughts and feelings? What if we can know what our heart's desire is and know that's what we want? I very often, so usually, don't want to go for a run in the morning. No, don't say that's not true. I don't feel like going for a run in the morning. Deep down, I want to. I know my heart's desire is to go. I don't feel like it. When I think about it, I don't think about running up the hill in the cold, the wet, wet, whatever it may be. Doesn't they're not nice thoughts. But I stop thinking about it. When I tune into my heart, my soul, in the moment between thoughts, I take the action and just get out of bed. I don't regret it. I don't regret it. If we're thinking our feelings or our thoughts or a guidance mechanism, then they're not. They're really not. Our true compass is our heart and our soul. It's that space between thoughts. It's the moments of quiet. We get a little hunch what's the right thing for us. But sometimes we're too scared to trust it. I didn't believe I had it. I didn't believe I was wise, have a hunch, could trust my instinct. I didn't believe I was wise, but we're all wise. We're all wise. It's not even our wisdom we have to trust. It's the moments of quiet. The wisdom comes to us. When we're trying to make a decision, we're trying too hard. Decisions come to us. And the moments of quiet. There's an ease to it. But Paulus thinks it can't be that easy. But that's a thought. It's not truth. So what if, yeah... We have a habit of negative thinking. We have a habit of seeing where things are wrong. It's a habit. Maybe from caveman days. Maybe learned from our childhood. It's a habit. Just because we think it, we don't have to believe it. I've got a friend who collects books. He's got thousands of books. Thousands. And on his bookshelf at his house, there's a little sign saying, just it's on the shelf doesn't mean I agree with it. Um, I love that. Just because you think it, you don't have to agree with it. It's not your truth. It's not your truth. Mm-hmm.